Hey, Joseph, are you excited to be my special guest today? Oh, I'm so excited. You know, I'm a little clammy. Oh, my God. You're just jealous because I'm a star in a Barbie Dreamtopia movie. Yeah. I mean, exactly. That's all. I, I want to be a clam next. Can I be the pearl be inside a- of you? You are always the pearl inside of me, baby. (laughs) Also, today we're going to be talking about Lizzo's new hit single, Rumors with Cardi B, and also talking about Lindsay Lohan, which Mm. I'm very, very excited about. And also, is Robin bisexual? We have so much to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. It's time for Famously Sweet. And I'm producer Joseph. And we, we want to know, know what's famous what's this week. What's famous this week? Well, yeah, you, you kind of got that better. I mean, I've, I'm a veteran of being famous. So I'm going to teach you a few things, Joseph. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to Famous This Week, a podcast where we break down the top most famous moments in pop culture this week. Now, since Brooklyn Heights is out gigging around town, producer Joseph has stepped in. Joseph, Woo-hoo! are you honored to be here? I'm so honored to be here, especially with you. Like, I feel like, you know, I've met you over Zoom. I see you over Zoom all the time. My life with you is just over Zoom, you know? Yeah, it's true. Our first interview was over Zoom, and that was very like, you won the crown, blah, blah, blah. And then we started working on this together, but it was still Mm -hmm. very like, you know, like, here's what time you have to come to record, so I'll see you soon. But now we actually get to like banter. This is good. Yeah, like, because, like, you know how, like, when you meet somebody in person, it's, like, totally different experience? Like, I want to know what you smell like. What do you smell like, Priyanka? Mm. I smell like Chanel Blue. Oh. And you know what? It's actually really, it's nice that you brought up the, the smelling thing because I am a smeller. Oh, so you like the smelling. Okay. Yeah, like, I would ask you, like, what do you smell like? It's like you saying that I already feel like we're going to have a great show today. Yeah. What do I mean? Like, just because you asked, I mean, I don't really know. I don't use cologne or anything. I'm just very like natural because I can't stand the smell of like scents on me. Do you like it on other people? Yeah, I love it on other people, but I physically Ugh. can't do it. Because the thing is that like I have like a smell thing and I have a chewing thing. So let me tell you about both. So smelling like whenever something <laughs> smells. Like, whenever I come to a hotel room, I always light a candle. Like, I get, like, a big one to really fill the room with fragrance just so that I feel comfortable because I also, like, I not coincide. I relate smell to, like, cleanliness, like, in, in mm. terms of, like, the room. Like, I walked in. So, I'm in the UK right now, UK, hun. And oh, I walked into this room and it smelled like old cleaning products. So, I was well, happy that it smelled like cleaning products. The room that you're in looks like a doctor's office to me. Like right now, it Very looks like enough. you are in a medical office. Yeah, I'm actually taking appointments. So if you need anything, <laughs> <you're in. laughs> and the chewing thing, 
So I looked this up. I need to, I need, I need to confess this on this podcast. It's okay. not even chewing with your mouth closed. It's like, sorry, with your mouth open. It's chewing with your mouth closed and I could hear it through your cheeks. Like it sends me on. It's like revolting to me. Like I actually like want to like, I get angry. So you have a, the thing with the sense is a good, a good thing. And then the thing with the chews is a bad thing. Are they both bad? No, I think the thing with the smell is fine because that's fixable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing with the chew, I'm like, I'm stuck because it's actually like a tick I have. Um, I, I looked it up. It's like a, it's not a phobia, but it's like a mental thing. Like mm-hmm. clicking, that kind of stuff like really bothers me. Like, like I, I'll, I'll eat chips the house down, bitch. I'll be yes. crunching away and I don't mind. And then the minute someone does it across from me, or even if they're in the corner, it boils my, even thinking about it, I'm getting worried. You know, there's, there's therapy for it. Like, I think, like, I want to try, I want to try going to therapy for it. You, you probably should. I mean, I'm pretty bad with the sound department because I have misophonia, but that's because of, um, because I'm on the spectrum. But like my boyfriend and I, when we eat dinner now, I can't take like the fork or anything either hitting his plate. I can't take the chewing. So we have to put on like low, mellow, like music to like, yeah, zone it out. okay. Okay, I'm so happy that you said that because you and I are similar in this way that like my partner like, likes to sleep, like, not likes, likes to sleep, I'm dead, likes everything super quiet. Like everything is so quiet. But I like to play Billie Eilish's new album mm-hmm. while I'm in the shower. Popping she's it, listening yeah. to like Spice Girls live in Istanbul, Turkey <laughs> while she's getting ready for the gig. <laughs> like I'm always, and I grew up in a house of music, so there was always mm-hmm. music playing. He, even I, when I go to his parents' house, it is so quiet and I hate it. I absolutely, so that's, I think that's where it comes from too. That I'm used to like a bunch of sounds happening a bunch at of once sounds. and whatever. Because yeah. I can't. So yeah, we're, we're, we're the same way. I cannot eat in silence. A noisy restaurant, ooh, I'm thriving. I really? am thriving. So you don't mm-hmm. like like that old people music, like an old like buffet, and it's like do 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 do. I could like I could like... vibe. I, I could vibe. No, I could vibe to like a buffet as long as there's something playing TV, whatever it is. You know uh, what? I I think though that if a TV was playing, it should be you as a clam because that's our first story that we have for 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 our fame whores. You're a clam yay! and and a Barbie animated. Movie? Clam, 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 Yanka is here. It's time to meet our fame whores, and and I'm the first one. I listen. I've actually been sleeping on this for a while, and and I did an Instagram story saying that I was doing a voice for Barbie slash Mattel slash Dreamtopia, but you know people don't know what to care about unless you really shove it in front of their faces. Yeah, and I actually have a funny story about this recording session so yeah i showed up and drunk. to the to the, to the session i was not drunk i wish i was i need a, i need a drink after this that's for sure and like give me an hour with joseph shepherd i gotta need a fucking drink and i had the most severe stomach issues ever i was so upset i wanted to die like i thought i was gonna shit i needed to fart i needed to everything oh my god like you know you have you have ibs so i'm sure yeah like this happens to you quite often well how did you know i have ibs you told me oh well guess i did yeah i do (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. And um, I was literally sitting there in the parking lot about to like, like, like record this, this shit. My parents. And then I, I, I called them and I was like, hey, like, is your bathroom inside? And then as I was calling, someone else called me. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I take this other call for a second? I answered it. There was a COVID scare on a set that I was on. So I was like, and in some fucked up way, I know this is going to sound so fucked up. I was like, this is perfect because I need to go home. So I went home and it was waterworks. And then I recorded the clam voice in my closet on this very mic. Wait. (laughs) So you had the shit. You got scared. You were at the place. You were literally going to go into this recording studio place. And then you just drive away. No, no, no. I got, I got called. I got called. The COVID scare happened on a set. Yeah, you got the COVID scare, but okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I heard that. Part. So I couldn't. So, so I couldn't go. I couldn't go uh, in. I couldn't go in go because anyway. we're not allowed to. Because Canada mm, is very, very, no-no. yeah. Canada is very no no. So yeah, it's official. I am a voice in a Barbie Dreamtopia TV show movie thing, which is like so iconic. That's crazy. Like that's yeah. But, and also a clam, which is very sexually suggestive in certain ways, too. It's like, of course, mm-hmm. they put the the drag queen to to do a clam. Yeah. And it was like, it was really cool because when we recorded, they made all these jokes like, the clam needs a spinoff. Like, you're really killing the clam <laughs> character. And it's funny because I'm like, well, it's just a clam. But then like, I'm like, but wait, like, I'm in a Barbie movie. Yeah. Did you, like, did you show fun? your, did you show your nieces? Okay. So it is like. Listen, being a YTV host is one thing. Being on Canada's Drag Race and winning it is another thing. But the minute I was in a Barbie movie, game over. They can't believe it. Now they think I'm famous. Like, now they're like, oh, oh, you're famous. This is great. And you know they are telling all their friends about it, too. They're like, oh, they're going at it. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. My Uncle Mark is in a Barbie movie, and he knows Barbie personally. So, yeah, it's really cool. I'm a fan more this week. It made, me, it, it's really, it, made, it made me feel really happy. It's like one of those moments where, like, you release it, and you're sitting at a hotel room in the UK about to embark on a tour, and you're like, I'm vibing. Yeah. I'm vibing. vibing. Well, speaking of someone who isn't vibing, let's uh, really talk to Britney Spears, baby. It's free Britney, baby. Okay, so this is exciting news, I think. Do you want to explain this story? Because it's a little bit Yeah. So basically what happened is that Jamie Spears, who is Britney's dad and her father. Not not Jamie Jamie Lynn Lynn. Spears. No, not Jamie Lynn Spears. Jamie Spears, uh, who is her father, Mm -hmm. he has agreed to step down as the conservator of her estate. But the thing is, is that everybody yesterday and like was going crazy and like, oh, you know, now it's happened. He stepped down. He didn't actually step down yet. He basically filed a report that basically is like, I will step down if I can have a say-so in the transition period and who becomes her conservator now. So it's like, the period, ugh, I don't necessarily know what's all going to happen, but the most disgusting thing was that in the report he put out, um, this is from his lawyer, nevertheless, even as Mr. Spears is the unremitting target 
of unjustified attacks. He does not believe that a public battle with his daughter over his continuing service as her conservator would be in her her best interest. So even though he must contest this unjustified petition for his removal, Mr. Spears intends to work with the court and his daughter's new attorney to prepare for an orderly transition to a new conservator. Um, And then there are, in fact, no actual grounds for suspending or removing Mr. Spears as a conservator. And it's highly debatable whether a change in conservator at this time would actually be in Britney's interest. So, I mean, it's gross. Yeah, like, hold on. I was going to say, like, like, so this is like a big mess, first and foremost. I want everyone listening to know that this is a giant mess. Because... Even if he had say in who's the next conservator, like, why does she still need one? Like, am I missing yeah. something? No, you're not missing anything. Apparently, they also said that if the public only knew the mental struggles that Britney goes through, then they would change their mind. And I'm like, no, I won't change my mind. I don't care how what your struggles fully are. You don't need somebody controlling every aspect of your life. I'm sorry. Is it fair to say, is it fair to say that, like, even if she was mentally unstable and she's having a rough time, and she had full control of her life and she blew through her, all of her millions of dollars and put herself in severe debt because she went crazy. Like, that's what she should be able to do. It's her money, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, regardless of what she does, like, it's her money. She like, should do what think, she wants with it. It's her life. If you think about it, yeah, if you think about it logically, I mean, I mean, I know it's a very, very sad story, but like Whitney Houston back in the 90s, you know, she could get whatever drugs that she wanted or do whatever she wanted to do, but we weren't putting her up somewhere. Sure, the public may have viewed her a certain way, but at the end of the day, it's like we weren't taking away her ability to do that. Like, we knew she was buying drugs, but we weren't stopping her. Like, Yeah, it's very interesting. I find this, like, it doesn't surprise me that the dad got control because, like, even in my life, like, my mom helps me out with some things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obviously not Britney Spears, but... Honestly, I might as well be. And (laughs) when I said that, I was like, what does that even mean? And I don't even want to talk about it. Anyways, um, so I can understand how the lines can get blurred. And then she goes on a little bit of a bender and then Mm -hmm. things get fucked over. It's weird because like she got more rich after her 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 blackout era correct yeah. because of the vegas right right residency and like all the stuff but that see she was just being the like, rich the rich stuff is what i really want to know about and i'm glad that her new lawyer is going into 13 years of finances because apparently she's supposed to be worth 600 million dollars and she's okay. only worth according to legal documents by her dad 60 million dollars so there's 500 no. yeah so there's 540 million dollars that nobody necessarily like knows where it's gone and a lot of like there's all these like different businesses that Britney is a part of that are all under her like dad's name and everything that was like funneling money it's like all of this crazy stuff that's like happening so I'm feeling like Here's maybe what I he... want to know yeah who else has a conservator out there The the only people who really like, have conservators are elderly who cannot take care of their money or if they have dementia or Alzheimer's or stuff. They normally have conservators, but there's there hasn't been there have been people who've tried to put people in them. Courtney Love was about to be put in one, Lindsay Lohan, um Amanda Bynes, like those three I know were at one point people were trying to. I actually think Amanda I'm is shocked. under a conservatorship. 
She is. She is. She is. She is. She is. Yeah. Oh my god, that's fucked. Like I don't even know what to like. I mean, I just think it's funny. Like it's women, and then it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like it's because like this, it, like very yeah. Because if it was a man, you know, you and I both well, know there'd we be. We know, we know that you know there are certain celebrities, Kanye West, um, that a lot of people have said on the internet too, like on Twitter and stuff. Like if Kanye West can be free to do what he wants and say what he wants and have episodes or whatever and go to these, you know, do that, then why can't she? So. It's really interesting when someone becomes like a department store of money, like Britney Spears, Mm -hmm. like the business of Britney Spears, like she employs so many people, people pay their rents and their mortgages and and Mm -hmm. their clothes off their back based on this one person's success. And it's all fun and games at first, hon, when you're touring the world with NSYNC and you get to do, you know, these tours and get to see the world. And then it's all on a solo person's shoulders. And then she breaks. And then someone takes control and, and... it's like it's like it's like don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. It's like yeah. putting somebody you know putting the sunglasses on and making them perform. Um, fuck, that's sad. It's sad. It keeps getting yeah. worse. But you know what? I hope I hope we're gonna have updates for you every single motherfucking week and <laughs> every single motherfucking week because. But honestly, like I love talking about it, but not because I love what's happening to her, but because like each week it gets more and more shocking. Yep. That we're still in 2021 talking about someone who is in control, who has control over them, of their father or whatever. From their father, of their father? Fuck. Fuck grammar. I'm I'm in the UK, honey. I don't know how to speak. (laughs) Fuck fathers. Fuck fathers. Yeah, it's like like the daddy issue. It's like the most publicized daddy issue ever. Fuck fathers? Fuck um, uh, Britney Spears Spears having... Yeah. (laughs) Jamie Spears. Wow, that's fucked. That's really fucked. Anyway, shall, shall we move on to the next thing? Um, I believe that we uh, should take a little breaky. Oh my God, I've been talking for that long. Oh my God, it just flies by with you, Joseph. Wow. Oh my God, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back on Famous This Week. Right back. Famous this week, it's myself, Priyanka, the winner of Canada's Drag Race, and pop star icon, diva, and singer of Taste Test that's available now on all music streaming yes, services. And we have Joseph Shepard. Also, I want to call you like a podcast guru, but also like a drag race expert. I, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Because like, I, I think like talking about your fame is something we should touch on today because I was looking at your TikTok and like you're famous on TikTok because of your relations with all the drag race girls. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. Like I literally like, you know, I, I do a YouTube show called Expose where I interview drag queens for like an hour and just a really more like talking situation. You've been on it, Pri. Um, and then I branched over into the podcast world and started interviewing the queens that were first out on Drag Race. And just really like kind of like developing that. And then I was like, I was on TikTok one day and I saw my stuff on there. And I was like, no, I said, nobody could be taking my clips and putting them there and getting 
thousands of views. So I was like, it's time for me to do it. So I went and did it. And then it like grew the audience in a totally different way too, which is so bizarre. Yeah. People on TikTok is a whole other plethora of people. Like I go on live there. They're like, when do you come to the UK? I'm like, have I not been announcing this tour for the past like four <laughs> months? Like, yeah. how does nobody know this? But it's a whole other audience of people. And like, there's just so many people in the world. Fuck. Yeah, too many. <laughs> It's too many of us. God. Too many. Okay, let's, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this next thing because Lizzo and Cardi B dropped a new song and video for Rumors. Now, I yes. don't like the video. Oh, okay. I didn't mind the video, but I hated the song. The lyrics of the song were great. The, the, lyrics, the, the lyrical content yes, yes. are really great. But the accompaniment of mutant, do I think what? I need to know this because this always happens when someone releases, someone who's such a like hit after hit after hit releases something else. Is it a grower, not a shower? I don't think it's going to be. Next week, are we going to be vibing? Next week, are we going to be vibing? I am and have always been an extreme music critic. And I like to the point where my friends are like, you need to stop. <laughs> but right. you're, like, you're like, just feel... because the horn in the back isn't turned down enough, it doesn't, you know, easy, Joseph. You're like, yeah, but yeah. there's that one horn on the left three, <laughs> three minutes in. They didn't mix it in properly. That's literally me. I'm the same way. Yeah. People are and... like singing along to Ariana Grande. And I'm like, okay, that's a good harmony. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like I'm the same way. I love it. That yeah, and so for me, it's like I, I I'm not I wasn't a fan of the song. The video was okay. I think you know Lizzo. The thing about her is that the music that she technically made that was so popular two years ago was actually made like five years ago. Yes, um, it was. and so maybe this is ahead of its time by five years, but I don't know. I okay, wouldn't listen yeah. to it. I mean. It's tough because as an artist, you have a specific sound. Hers is like horns, vocals, mm-hmm. um, talk, talk, singing. You know, yeah. body positivity, calling the talking about dick. Very, very me. Very on my brand. <laughs> I worry when someone releases something new and slaps Cardi B on it, just because we know yes. people will listen if she's on it. Like I would have, I was actually a little bit disappointed to see Cardi on, on it because I was like, I think it's more power to stand there alone as Lizzo and release your own single and then do a Cardi re, 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 remix. Yeah. Kind of like how The Weeknd did Save Your Tears and then added yes. Ari onto added it. Ariana Grande, like it didn't yeah. need Ari to be a hit, but it, just because it's a popular song, we added Ari onto it. So I don't know. I, I, I think like the messaging and the lyrical content is, is incredible. I just like, when I watched it before we did this, I was like, this doesn't excite me. It doesn't give me like what Lizzo normally yeah. gives me. But I do wonder if it is a grower, not a shower. But I didn't, I didn't run to put it on, on my on my phone. But I love Lizzo. It's it's tough. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I love Lizzo too. But then I like get into this feeling of like, is Lizzo going to become like the new Megan Trainer? Like Megan Trainer yeah. was very popular. Body positivity, all about it. And then everybody just started hating on her after a while when the music wasn't as great as what it was before. But I also want to know, okay, Pre, you have an album out. So this is my question to you. This is, I know what you're going to say, and I have an answer. (laughs) Um, When when you drop your second album, are you going to maintain a similar sounding aesthetic or do you think you're going to do something completely different? 
See, I knew I knew it because I thought about this in the songwriting sessions. I was like, well, like Dua Lipa has like an 80s era and Miley has a mm-hmm. rock era. And mm-hmm. that's that's why all five songs on my album are so different. Mm-hmm. Because I want when people li- listen to a Priyanka album, I want it to be like hit after hit after hit. I want the messaging to be cohesive. But like, do I want every song to have the same horn on it? Or do I want every song to have the keyboard on it? No, because I've seen artists like get themselves in a little bit of a tizzy because the people expect to hear a certain sound, but the sound that people that you want people to come back for is your voice. Cause that's the one thing you can't yes. replace. That's how I feel about it. That is a good, that's a good point. And like you said too, like, kind of like how Miley has like her rock era now and these people have like different eras. If you actually look at like the the pop stars and people that have actually been the most successful have been ones who've had more of a consistent sound and maybe they do dibble and dabble just a little bit, but it's very consistent across the board. Yeah, like uh, my goal is to make dance floor anthems and if that means mm-hmm. putting an, an electric guitar in it to make it sound more rock, sure. If it means putting in... I don't know, like a, a a horn in it to make it sound more like Fifth Harmony and more Jason Derulo. Talk dirty to me. Sure. <laughs> but I think like the bass line is dance floor anthem and my voice is always consistent. And then the instrumentation can change. But you know it's what? scary. I imagine I just released an 80s album and it just fucking flopped. Like, I don't know. Well, it would flop. Um You wouldn't be five. <laughs> you wouldn't be number five on the Canadian Oh, that charts. is not... That is not a number five. I can I can tell you that. Right <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that right now is not a number five, hun. I am not breaking no chart that that week. Um, but I, I for someone like Lizzo, she is staying true to her her sound. Yeah, she's staying true. To, uh, uh, mm, mm. Is Wait. she? Um, I'm confused. Staying true to her voice. I think she's staying true to her voice and to um, her messaging. But that song didn't make me want to get up and do anything. Like, you wanted to be like, you know, like, what was that? The tempo. Like, tempo with Missy Elliott. Ma- oh, like, tempo's dirty. Oh, or, why men great till they gotta yeah. be great. Ooh. And they're catchy. Like, that shit. They're catchy. You should... Yeah, I don't know. I believe if you're putting out your second album, you should never have... A grower. You should only have showers. I agree. As a pop icon diva, I agree. I agree. Also, before we get into this next story, I just have one question, though. Do you think these people are so influenced by, like, what their label is saying? Like, is Lizzo's label like, you know what? This is the beat, and this is what we're doing, and this is with Cardi B? Because, like, if I heard that, if I had my past album, and now I heard this, I'd be like... I want to put out something else. Yeah, it's labeled. Did you see Charlie X's uh, TikTok? So that question game. Yeah. So yeah. So her question game is like, can I find it? I want to find it because I, yeah, I want to read it. you all of them. It's like it's like it's kind of like it's a little bit shocking. I was like, oh fuck, Charlie X, Charlie. I wonder if they made her a lot of Charlie X the X's. Fans are very yeah. mad that questions? it was It should have been Vroom Vroom. Okay, questions that I get asked all the time as a pop star. What? How should I deal with major record labels? Just say yes. 
What's what about confusing multi album contracts? Don't ask questions. How do I prioritize my art? Don't. Oh. Yeah. It's dark. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. Because that's the thing is that like, and, 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 and it relates back to the Britney Spears thing is that like, once you are this human that produces a good thing and can tour a good thing, all what we need is one good radio single out of you so that people buy tickets mm-hmm. to your tour, so that the label makes some money and you make us have some change. It's hard. It's hard to be a true artist these days. You know what makes me hard? Oh, here we go. Robin exploring his bisexuality in this new Batman comic. I find this very interesting. Like comic, comic, comic books are iconic, and co- the world of comics are really cool because it's, it's all very nerdy straight guys. But there is also like gay comic people that love comic comics, and. I find this interesting that this is a story that landed on our table today because I want to say that hasn't Robin been bisexual this whole time or haven't been just like jerking off to his faux photos? Like what's happening? You've probably been jerking off to faux photos because apparently in this article that I read in 1954, a psychiatrist basically was like, there is no way that Batman and Robin aren't a gay couple and like put this all out. So that had been in people's minds probably for the past 50 plus years because it was in 1954. Wow. Um, but it was debunked for years and years. And then this comic book is now putting Robin at a date with um, a boy. I think it's cool, but I also, this is my thing that I always wonder. Like, I feel like they're too late. You're too late. You're well, five, six, seven late. Imagine this happened in the 50s, how more iconic that would have been. Uh, But also, this is where I get confused because there's so many universes of the same characters. So it's like, it says in this article, it's the third iteration of Robin. So it's like, how many fucking Robins are there? And how many comic books of Batman are there? It's to do with this whole thing about the eras that also tie in too. Is that like, does each superhero have a new era or is it just like a new storyline or like what happens? Is it years past? Or is it like a soap opera? I you know, love like soap operas like just last forever. Do you have The Young and the Restless in the US? Yeah, I actually had an audition for it two weeks ago. <laughs> I don't think I got it because it was such a straight character, but it was fun. That, okay, let me tell you a story about soap operas quickly. My dad is like, you know, wasn't out to him, blah, 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 blah. Very serious guy. Life of the party, but like also very serious too. He would come home from work at 3 o'clock, cook us dinner as kids, and we would get home around 3.30 or 4. And 4 is when the Adams Family was on, followed by Sailor Moon on YTV. So we would all, like, you know, go in front of the TV and want to watch these two things. And he, oh, my God, it still boils my blood. He would, you'd be sitting there, like, it would just start, and you're like, yes, I'm so excited. Adams Family's he would grab the remote and put it on channel three and watch two back-to-back episodes of Young and Restless, no questions no. asked. And we're like, do, 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 boo, 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 boo. I was so, I'm still mad. He, lo- he still watches it. 
Stop. My mom He's... was obsessed with it. This is very comical. My mom was so obsessed with Young and the Restless when I was growing up. And then one day she stopped watching it. And I was like, what? And she was like, one of the characters came out as gay. I can't watch this anymore. Uh, and I was like, is this before oh. you came out to her? Yeah. Which is actually funny because my dad watched it even through all that. And he didn't flinch. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he didn't fucking care. flinch at all. He was like, oh, they're gay. Wow. I love this. I love this show. Okay, should we take a quick break? I think, I mean, do you, or do you still want to talk about Robin? I feel like we said enough is enough. No, we're done. Time for a break. Time for a fucking break. I'm going to go. <laughs> I was going to say, for some reason, the first thing that came to my brain was, I'm going to go You're gonna my eat my yeast ass. and we'll be right back. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I'm going to go eat some ass. No, it's an itch my yeast. Like, this is why I'm not good at improv challenges. Do you understand? <laughs> really? It's your yeast? You know Do what you I mean? Have like, a why, yeast why would that... infection? No, but I want one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Welcome back to Famous This Week. I have a very special co-host with me, Joseph Shepard, the one, the only auditionee for Young and the Restless. (laughs) 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 And myself, the other Queen of the North. Yes. The the other Queen. Well, technically you are the only Queen of the North right now. I don't even want to be the Queen of the North. I want to be the Queen of the World. You know, Brooklyn can mm-hmm. take the Queen of the North thing. I'll take the Queen of the World. You know, I'm having a good time. Raining. I'm in the UK. I get to do Drag Fest this weekend. And, like, it's. I have a booth. And I think it's going to be quite shocking, like, meeting Ooh. fans. Yeah, that's going to be good. Who's all there with yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, Lance Cheney, Taste, oh, Bimini Bablash, Ahora. Um... Todrick Hall is in the is in the house. The Frock Destroyers are here. Oh, I hope you got me a pretzel too. Did you get me one? Like, can I have some? Can no, I have some? That's it all. I don't know. Can I have some? Yeah, but some of it just before dinner. Hey, hey. no, it's okay. He's dancing. He went out for drinks <laughs> with his friends. He's drunk. Do you think he goes around town? His ass is shaking. Do you think he goes around town telling everyone, like, I'm dating Priyanka? Do you think he does dra- that? He's not, he's not really, like, he's not a star fucker. Like, it's like he cares about it in the right way. Mm-hmm. Like, you but know, let me, and then, like, let me ask you dis- a question. So if you go out to, like, a bar club, and if somebody comes yeah. up to you or, you know, or if you're just there and nobody comes up to you, do you ever, like... If people ask you what you do, do you tell them what you do? Like, how do you do that if people yeah. don't know who yeah, you yeah, are? Yeah, 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 yeah. I always say like, oh yeah, like, I won the show called Canada's Drag Race. It's really cool. Like, do you watch RuPaul's? Like, I, I act like they don't know. Mm-hmm. Because like, do you know who I am? Never goes over well. Mm-hmm. And like, I was on a Canadian season, and like a lot of people watched it. But like, if someone asked me, I always and then you see their eyes light up, and they may have seen like you in a commercial or like. Someone could have sent them like a lip sync video and they may be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's you. Like, because not everyone sat down and watched every single episode of Canada's Drag Race or the US version, right? But they know, they might know know you for like know a you reason. From, yeah. yeah, but no, I never like doing a do you know who I am. It also gives me anxiety showing up to a bar and like going to the, get like the door, like, hey, like, 
you know this is this is me yeah I prefer I, I I don't have any shame setting that stuff up before like if I'm gonna if I'm in like the, the, the Abbey if I texted the guy at the Abbey I was like yeah. hey I'm in town do you mind if I show up like but like showing up to the Abbey and pulling a do you know who I am like you'll see me standing at the, in the line or something I won't like, yeah. try to walk in um, I've but yeah. I've been going recently like since everything's like slowly opening back up um, places and I would say every single time I go out now, somebody comes up to me and I think it's the strangest thing in the world. Like, it's just like another so gay cool. being like, I watch your interviews and I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you. Like, I, I don't consider myself any type of gayness at all. So it's very comical to me. But when you it are. You are. And you know what? Like, people always are very, like, apologetic about it. And I always say, like, no, like, I worked hard for this. Like, you better recognize me. And then, 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 there's, like, then there's that, like, that little bit of, like, a joke in there where, where they're like, okay, you're cool. Because, like, I get it. And I used to be the same way. But, like, especially with the internet now, like, people, yeah. there's somebody for everybody. And, like, if someone's going to take the time to come up. Because don't forget, there's a lot of people that recognize you, but that don't say anything. That's true. So that's if true. they're going to take the time to come up to you, know that like you made them feel special and that's why they're coming up to you. So make them feel special mm, too. I like that. I like yeah, that. Good advice. You're a celebrity too. You're a celebrity too. Don't, don't, don't forget. I know it feels weird to say you are, but like if you know your role and what you want to give out to people, then mm-hmm. easy. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Is we are it? here. We took the break. We are back. Okay. We're back. We just, we get, uh, we're getting on tangent. So we've chatted all about this week in pop culture and fame. Now it's time for our grab bag segment. I am very excited that this is the thing that you wrote here today. It's really good. <laughs> it's our famous throwback. And in this segment, we take something from pop culture this week and relate it to pop culture in the past. So since we talked about rumors with Lizzo and Cardi B, I think we should react to one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Wait, is it whole, really? Yep. One of my favorite songs in the whole wide world. I downloaded it on LimeWire and put it on every MP3 thing I had, played it over and over again. I had a poster of this person on my wall and thought <sighs> I was going to marry her one day. We need to react Lin- to Lindsay Lohan's 2004 hit single, Rumors. Yes, I'm pulling it up right now. It's the dance break in the video. It's too much. It's great. It's everything is great. Oh, yeah, let's watch it. Let's watch it. Here we go. Yes, this is a very, it's classic celebrity. Like, let's really, let's really call out the paparazzi for all they've done. Oh, yes. Do you remember where, okay, so do you remember young. where you were? When you saw this for the first time? Because I do. Yes. I saw it I was... on Teen Nick on Nickelodeon. It premiered on yep. Teen Nick. <laughs> Saturday stepping up into the club. This is so good. I'm dead. <sighs> I could tell that like, you're watching me. She tried to put out a different song recently, and it wasn't good. I was like, I want this, Lindsay. Oh. I'm in shock right now. So sorry, to answer your question, the first time I ever saw this was when they premiered on Much Music, and I remember being so excited that Lindsay Lohan had a song. Really? Were you a big Lindsay fan? Huge. I was a huge Lindsay Lohan fan. I am obsessed. I still am obsessed. This camera. Ah! Um... 
Where's the dance break? We have to find the dance break. Is this? Are you talking about the helicopter? Or here we go. Helicopter? Here we go. Yeah. Helicopter. Yeah. Here we go. Let's go. Uh, I thought this dance break was a lot better than what I'm watching now. Didn't you? Didn't you? Like I thought this hey. was like high class moves, and this is like. And they did the high thing because the cameras from the paparazzi. Uh... Um. So what? What is your feelings on this? Did, was that like a good era? This was an amazing era because this is when like Ashley Simpson had music out, when Hilary Duff had music out, when Lindsay Lohan had music out. Like this made me. So, so happy. And I don't think that it's a celebrity putting up pop music. Lindsay Lohan is a recording artist and all of you need to believe it. Mm -hmm. Leave Lindsay alone. Did you like Paris Hilton's Stars Are Blind? So when I was in grade eight, I had a radio show on the web, the internet that no one listened to called Request Live. And Uh I would always find ways to play Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton. Stop this. So you you had a little radio show. How many people listen? Nobody? I would say like maybe six people. So okay, when if you did that when I was in like late middle early high school, I would stand against my wall with a video camera and do a fake like countdown top 10 music videos and I would edit this whole thing together and put it out every single week and I'd be like they're coming from your like you're voting. Nobody fucking voted. Like two people watched I that, but I was that. like at it. I love shit like that. I have so many videos on my hard drive of me like doing concerts to the Pussycat Dolls. And also, <laughs> the guy who made my costume for Dragfest designed the React music video Pussycat Doll black latex things. I walked into the mm. office and I was like, "Who did these costumes?" He's like, "I did." I was like, Wait, what? <gasps> yeah, like he did like the Spice Girls UK reunion tour, like Melanie B's like cat suit. He did Little Mix's like fire tour looks. He did Rita Ora stuff. I was like staring at this wall, being like, "Where's my photo?" <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Your it's coming. photos in the clinic. Remember. My photo's in the in the in the STI <laughs> clinic. Anyways, long story short is I want everyone to know that Lindsay Lohan is a recording artist and mm-hmm. also a good one. Confessions of a Broken Heart, Daughter to Father, mm-hmm. Daughter to Father. She has a great cover of Fleetwood Mac's. Um, what's the song called? Which one? Dreams. Um, yeah. No. no. Um. Just like the white window sings a song, sounds like she's singing. Uh, what song is that called? Uh, uh, Edge uh, of Seventeen. Thank yeah. you. And uh, she's amazing. The same with Hillary Duff's last album, Sparks, is incredible from top to bottom. Uh, it flopped. I don't know well, why. Well, you know why it flopped? Because her dumbass why? took that Tinder integration and put it in the music video. Do you remember is that? Is that bad? The, the integration was so long and it was like throughout the whole thing. And then people got so mad and then they demanded that she drop it without that in there. And then she I did. No so Tinder that- version than she did. Mm-hmm. I think Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan are two of the best art- artists of our, my time. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, they were so good. 
Do you remember when they're Hillary so good? Duff, yeah. Do you remember when Hillary Duff got the veneers? Oh, when she got the veneers, I was ready to rumble. That that was in the video, the beat of my heart. We saw them for the beat first time. Beat of my time, heart, like, yes. Oh, we were shocked. We were shocked. Beat of my. Also, another, another. And I love Younger. I have to finish after finish the season. But another honorable mention while while we're here talking about this is yeah. "Love Sick" by Emily Osment is one of the best pop songs ever. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to one of my headphones. Wait. Forget forget Miley Cyrus. It is Emily Osment. Wait, wait, say that again. My headphones fell off. I got so excited. What? Oh, I said um, forget Miley Cyrus. We got the other. One from Hannah Montana, Emily Osment. When Miley Cyrus hosted the MMVAs, I was wrangling Katy Perry that year. And Emily Osment and Miley like saw each other from across the room and ran into the middle and hugged each other. I thought I was witnessing like uh, another another euphoric life. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh. It was so cool. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay, anyways, everybody, oh. it's time to place our bets. What will people still be talking about next week? Joseph, what do you think? Um, I think people are still going to be talking about you being clammy. Aw, a little clam puss. Um, also, side note, do you have – oh, you don't have Caesars in the U.S., do you? What's Caesars? Like clam juice, clamato juice, clam and tomato juice with like vodka, Worcestershire sauce. Tabasco, no. So mm. in Canada, Caesars are like very popular, and I love them. Um, but they don't have them in the U.S. or the U.K. It's shitty. Mm-mm. Oh, speaking anyway, of sorry. Canada, before I know, we just keep going on tangents. But speaking of Canada, just to let you know, um, I'm about to become um, a fellow Canadian with you. Why? My dad was born in Canada, and my brother did the whole dual citizenship thing, and then he just got accepted. So I put all mine through, too. So then <gasps> I'll be a double can- duo. So you're the queen of the north now. I will be the queen of the north now. Or I'll just be the this king of the north. Great. That's better. There we go. Is it? Mm. Men suck. Queen of the north, I would say, is the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lizzo told me men <laughs> suck, so I'm just li- li- I'm listening to her. Uh, I think that everyone's going to still be talking about Britney, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of it, I yeah. would say. And then we'll Anyways, get everybody, to see next week we'll get to see. if Lizzo is still famous for that song. Will it be a grower? Yes. Mm. I look, We're going to have to do a touch base. Please make, make, make a note. That yeah, we have I'll make to. a note. Now, listeners, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to Famous This Week with myself, Priyanka. And I'm producer Joseph. Hey, producer Joseph. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Famous This Week, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Do you want to read mm-hmm. the next one? I'm assuming you do. Yeah, I'll read the next one. But also, be sure to leave us, um, you know, a rating review. Leave Priyanka all that love with Brooke and stuff because we do read those. We do. We do read them. And if we get enough, I throw them in. So we can give you shout outs. But to keep up with all things um, on the pod, go follow Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcast on Instagram. And while you're at it, give us a follow too, if you haven't already, at Joseph A. Shepherd and at The Queen Pre. Yay. We'll see you next week for more pop culture moments, very famous things, and probably a special guest. Ooh. Bye, everyone. Bye. Forever. Dog.
listen to Famous this week ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Famous this week is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Brooklyn Heights and Priyanka. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Hey daddy. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. <laughs> 